Hello everyone, welcome to the Total Football Podcast. We're delighted to have you here. Today, I'm joined by Akib Ahmed. Hello Akib, how are you mate? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Excellent, thank you so much. We're also joined by Eduardo. Hello Eduardo, how are you? I'm great Matt, thank you for having me here. No problem, no problem. And we also have Alex. Hello Alex. Hello Matt. Hello there. Uh, make sure to follow us on all of our social media social media forums and platforms and today we are going to discuss the proposed changes by UEFA to the UEFA Champions League. Edo, why don't you start us off with what the changes uh, encompass? Yeah, um, I've got some notes here, Matt. Uh, these variations, obviously, as UEFA stated, would be integrated in 2024. So there are a couple changes. For example, there will be 36 teams which will participate instead of the usual 32. Um, there will be new spots for elite clubs which have failed to qualify. For example, if you know teams such as Manchester United or Real Madrid fail to qualify, they will still be able to take part in the competition. Um, it will be a league format instead of there being a group stage round. Uh, the best eight teams from the league will reach a knockout stage. Other teams will be able to qualify through a new playoff round. And finally, every club that takes part in this competition is guaranteed to play at least 10 games. Mm, interesting, interesting. The number of teams will increase and so will the games. And from th this means that UEFA can generate more revenue due to the demand for TV rights. So it will increase from 125 to 225 games. Yeah, Matt, um, really a high increase in games and will mean that, you know, BT, Sky, they will all be fighting to get the rights to this new, in brackets, um, competition. Um, we, you know, with teams, obviously, as I said before, with teams such as Liverpool or maybe Manchester United and Real Madrid, as I said, if they failed to qualify, they would still be able to take part in the competition. You know, that might take away some of the action that goes on in the Europa League. So how do you think this could affect, you know, domestic leagues and other European competitions? Um, personally, well, I think, you know, it damages the, the tradition of the domestic leagues. Um, and I think especially in the Premier League where, you know, you generally see, you know, a lot of good competition going on in that league. It's probably the best league in the world. And I personally think with this new format, with, with what, what UEFA have decided to do the Champions League, I think, you know, you want the Europa League and the new UEFA Conference League to be exciting as well. And I think this new concept which UEFA have brought up, I think would definitely damage, um, you know, the lower competitions and definitely ruin the, the sort of, the hype, the competition, the, the tradition as well. So personally, that's what I think. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. And obviously, if, you know, Man United, the team that fights for a Champions League spot, and if they know that they're going to qualify without needing to come in, for example, that top four, you know, they might be just relaxed on those games. You know, they might not have that drive to win and qualify, you know, through the natural top four spots. Yeah. And as Akib said, it damages the tradition of domestic leagues, but also the Champions League, because we we know the Champions League as being in group stages, then going round of 16 and so forth. 
So, and it's always been like this and there's never been a change. So I think just seeing it change will be strange and making it into a, a, a type of super league, which way for banned. So, so no, I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah, continuing on from Alex's point, I think um, by this kind of format, we're giving more power to the elite sides and um, kind of the shock surprises that Champions League is known for, such as, I don't know, mm -hmm. this season, Borussia Mönchengladbach, who came out of the, the really tricky group with Inter Milan and Shakhtar Donetsk. Uh, that kind of entertainment value could, be, could damage the league. However... Um, you know, people are sometimes reluctant to change just because they are scared with how it's going to turn out. But if UEFA mm. thought about it carefully, maybe they kind of trust and know more about it and feel like it's a good way to transition and it will improve the games and the competition. Just linking back to Matt's point about um, the elite clubs, this competition, the new change is great. It's a great idea. Um, but I personally think that elite clubs will just get richer and richer and the smaller clubs will just get poorer and poorer, in my opinion. And I think we need to have a balance in this, um, especially in leagues like Bundesliga where the 50 plus one rule comes in. You're just going to see, what well, me as a Bayern fan, I think I'm against this idea um, of having money, more money being generated just because it ruins the, the tradition of what the 50 plus rule really means. Um, and I think, like Matt just mentioned about Borussia Mönchengladbach and the overall hype in the group as well, I think that also would just damage the, the, the nature of the competition in general. So, yeah, that's what I think. Um, to counter that kind of argument, Akib, uh, wasn't there also plans of introducing the another kind of competition, which is the UEFA Conference League, um, which in theory should allow the maybe less experienced European teams to play in that kind of European stage. Um, yeah, what, what do you think about that? Does that not kind of give hope and kind of chance to play uh, for the, the inexperienced European sides to play in this uh, Europe, in Europe? Absolutely. And I think we, just, we need to think about, you know, the three main words here, media, sponsorships and money. And I think, you know, the TV rights as well, you need to think about that BT and Sky would generally really fight for the Champions League and possibly Europa League. Uh, but I think the UEFA Conference League, in my opinion, wouldn't be as much of a battle for, for TV rights. Mm -hmm. The second thing about sponsorships as well, I think, is that, you know, big, big, big sponsors want to sponsor the best teams in the world. Um and if they see this new concept being changed, more sponsorship will be uh, available for this competition. More money will be generated as well. So personally, I think it's it's a way for richer clubs to dominate this competition. We know that it, you know, the rich clubs wanted to invent the Europe, the European Super League, and that wasn't um, allowed because of FIFA. But I think UEFA knew the idea which the big clubs wanted to to make. You know, it would, they need they need more money, and especially with this pandemic as well. Um, a lot of money has been lost, so it's just, in my opinion, I think Europe, Europa League and Conference League would just be un underviewed, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I, I completely agree, Akib, with your point. It kind of 
gives it makes it more attractive for the media companies to just invest in a more official kind of uh, competition uh, layout and format and kind of yeah you, I think with a more established kind of competition you see that kind of uh, it's more encouraging for maybe the media sides outlets to invest in those kind of um, competitions new competitions yeah yeah just linking to you know my Nakib's point about sponsorships and such I think it's a great idea by UEFA to try and introduce this in 2024 because obviously hopefully in 2024 we'll be past that COVID-19 stage which means that fans will be back in the stadiums you know there will be a new competition and I think it will be really hyped up and obviously sponsors and such can make great money from it my question though however uh i'm not sure if it's just my objective opinion but i think that already there's a difference between the champions league money and the europa league money and the sponsors that are uh supporting both kind of competitions they don't they have a significantly kind of there's an imbalance of kind of uh, funds and financial kind of investment put into those competitions. Do you think that uh, the if UEFA Conference League is going to be there in place, uh, put in place, do you think that the kind of no one's going to be willing to invest because there's kind of that bigger fish in the pond, which could generate more money for you? Personally, I think uh, it really matters, first of all, um, what teams will go in there. If you see, for example, in Europa League in the last few years, you know, teams like Manchester United, Sevilla, Inter, you know, these teams have been rocking it in the Europa League. And I've definitely, you know, these teams are involved in these competitions. It allows more views. Um, and especially, I think, with, with for Conference League, it depends on what teams go in. Um if there are a lot of big teams, and I think sponsorships would definitely want to come in and sponsor the, these these competitions and would like to sponsor more, definitely will sponsor more money if there are a lot of big teams. But realistically, I think the Europa League uh, probably take all the second-hand best teams. Not saying that Inter are not a good team, but I'm just saying in a reference that, you know, the second-hand best teams will go into Europa League. And I think for the UEFA Conference League, I don't think you won't see any, any good teams. It would just be another boring competitions like like the UEFA Nations League and and uh, and yeah yeah I agree with the, the fact that you've brought up the kind of change of pace for Europa League kind of being more acknowledged uh, because over the recent years the level of competition has significantly increased there I, I agree I agree yeah I just wanted to say obviously no matter how big the teams that go in the UEFA Champions League are, you know, there will still be teams that play in that UEFA Europa League and that UEFA Conference League. So no matter what, I think there will still be sponsors and, you know, businesses that are willing to give money in order to showcase these. Yeah, and also those smaller teams also have a fan base, right? So it's not it's not exactly. just saying, okay, no one's going to watch these videos, uh, this, the, those matches. Um, I think that Yes, maybe a pool, a smaller pool of uh, viewers would be generated. However, they also have a uh, all the teams have a quite quite lo loyal fan base, and seeing kind of your team and seeing all the games from like your competition 
uh, would kind of, yeah, they, they, I think it could work. Um, so guys, I just want to, if you don't mind, just, just move on and go in a bit more detail in some of the changes they're doing. And the one thing which I particularly will find quite interesting is that every club is guaranteed to play 10 games. Now we know with the current UEFA Champions League sort of system, there are six games played in the, in the, in the group stage and they're played between September to December across four months. Mm. Uh, now my question is, I, do you think UEFA will manage to balance the 10 games with the domestic competitions going on? And, and or do you think that UEFA might consider the, the January month, which is considered the transfer month, another month to play another two, three games. What do you guys think? Do you think it's going to be overly balanced? Sorry, evenly balanced with the domestic competitions? Well, I think, you know, even now with six games, we're seeing Bayern, you know, having an overloaded schedule, you know, already sometimes during this season, you know, they lost that game against Hoffenheim. And, you know, now they just came back from a trip to Doha while playing the FIFA Club World Cup. And, you know, I think even in England, you know, there's the there's the Carabao Cup, the FA Cup, the Premier League. And I just don't know how UEFA will manage to fit those extra four games. Absolutely, no, yeah. And I think just going back to what, what you said about Bayern, you know, the beginning of the season, Bayern won the Champions League in August and then September, the Bundesliga start and they had to play the six games starting from October. And we knew from October to December that that three months period for Champions League was still tight. So even with the four months, I don't think there's much difference. Um, even I think even if you wait for add an extra month and say, okay, let's have a January, another month for games you play, I still think mentally it's not good for players and physically it's not good as well. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, Alex, what do you think about uh, the sort of 10 games? Do you think there's going to be a lot more excitement or... What do you think about the sort of 10 games in, in your Yeah, team? I think it will be more excitement because it's the best teams of Europe playing against each other a lot more. So, But as you said, it's, it's going to be much tighter from the 6 to 10. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure either with with domestic cups, how, how, they, how they're going to manage. So, yeah, I'm not sure about that. Hmm. Yeah, just linking back to, you know, my point again, with the high amount of competitions already, just linking it back to Liverpool this season, they've had so many injuries and there's so many games. So mm, yeah. if if you add even more games, you know, I'm struggling to see how that can benefit teams that have... I mean, I mean four problems. games, you can play them in a space of uh, two weeks. I, I don't think it will be... That much of a problem. Yeah, absolutely. that's true, Alex. And um, sorry, I had to cut you off. But um, good. absolutely, a yeah, great point, Alex. Um, and I just want to move on to, you know, I think it's it's not we don't consider it highly, but I think we should to consider it a little bit more. And we know that UEFA have a fixed number. I'm not sure what it is. I think it's 22 man squad you can take uh, into the Champions League games. And um, obviously, my question is, is for you guys, could we see that 22-man squad being extended to maybe possibly 25, 26, just because obviously the tight schedule, more injuries being 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 held out? So could we see a bigger number of Champions League or bigger number of a Champions League squad, do you think, guys? Yeah, I mean, my answer is short, and I think absolutely. That's all I have to say. I think UEFA will allow 
teams to bring in more players. Um, yeah, I also agree that I think UEFA are going to allow it. You know, there's been kind of a change in football recently in which the rules kind of became more kind of human and kind of quite reasonable. Uh, we had that kind of concussion sub uh, rule in England and yeah. yeah, the five rule sub in most of the leagues as well. So because of the pandemic. So I think, um, yeah, definitely there's going to be a larger list of um, the squad. Uh, yeah. And um, just one last bit for me as well. It's that the best eight teams will reach the knockout stage. And um, I just want to bring up my opinion on this. And I think personally, it's a, it's a great idea from UEFA that the teams that the top eight go into a, a quarterfinal sort of playoff and then the semifinal and then the final, the, the traditional way. But I personally think with the current round of 16 format we have now, it's exciting, it's interesting. You see now the games, Lazio Bayern, Betico Madrid, Chelsea, you, um, Barcelona, PSG. I think the overall hype will just be gone if you just allow only eight teams in this comp into, the, into the knockout stage. So what do you guys think? Do you guys think it's a great idea from UEFA to 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 bring in only eight teams rather than 16? What do you guys think? Well, I think that by having a league format, first of all, you know, if, if a lot of the teams get to play each other, maybe that can give a better idea of who actually the best team in Europe is. Whereas, you know, with a knockout stage, you know, we get the draws and certain teams only get to play certain teams, which might not give the best idea of who mm -hmm. the best in Europe is. Yes, I completely agree. Well, these were our football opinions about the new Champions League uh, format. However, only time will tell how it will go. Uh, we will see in 2024. Uh, please consider uh, following us on our Instagram and other social media platforms such as YouTube. This was Total Football Podcast. We were talking about the Champions League, the new uh, format. Uh, I was joined today by Alex. Thank you, Alex. Thank you so much. Thank you, Matt. Uh, Eduardo. Thank you, Eduardo. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, guys. Also, and thank, thank you to everyone that's Akib. watching this. Thanks, Akib. Thank I'm Matt Koblek. This was Total Football Podcast. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye.